Welcome to Golf Better at Edwin Watts Golf. Episode 111. Hello everyone, my name is Tom Brussell. Thanks so much for joining us. If this is your first time listening or you catch every episode, either way, we're glad you're with us. Thanks for joining us. You know, if you're a first-timer, on this show we have a variety of guests from club makers, uh, caddies and tour reps, legends of the game, and current tour players. And today is no exception. As a short while back, PGA Tour veteran Nathan Green from Australia was visiting one of our stores in Charlotte, North Carolina, courtesy of our good friends at TaylorMade Adidas Golf. We caught up with Nathan and got to spend a few minutes with him on the phone, and we'd like to bring that to you now. So here's Nathan Green. Nathan Green with us. Nathan, thanks so much for joining us. Hi, no problem. You're one of the guys from down under. Correct me if I'm wrong, you didn't play college golf in the States, right? No, no, I stayed. Um, we've sort of got a pretty good development program in Australia as long as you're sort of like the top 10, 15 in your state. Um, some institutes of sport, each state has one, which is, I don't know, it, it seems like it's producing some pretty good golf. So, um, yeah, I sort of tossed up the idea when I was about 18 or 19 to come over and do it, but in the end, it was, um, I don't know, in the end, it was probably a good decision for me to stay home and, and get my game to a point where it was going to be competitive over here. No, probably really matured your game a lot, didn't it? Yeah, well, you're still playing. Um, I was sort of a bit of a late bloomer, so even in my early 20s, and I think I turned pro when I was about 23, but when I was 21, 22, we're sort of playing at that point against um, uh, a young Aaron Baddeley, and um, Jeff Ogilvy was a couple of years younger than me. There was a there was a whole group of good players who were coming through, and I know you're realising the level that you had to play at, and... Um, but I think it helped when, when I first came over here. These, those guys were already having a lot of success. And uh, it took me until I was about 30 to get on tour. I was playing uh, Canadian tours and, and that sort of thing and just trying to make ends meet. And, but finally um, got through the nationwide tour. And yeah, it's been, it's been, uh, it's all, it's all gone a lot better than I thought it would. And I've been able to spend a few years on tour. Yeah, you got to the big show, what, 2006, I believe, right? Yeah, this is my sixth year. I don't know which year was my actual first one, but it's, um, yeah, it's been great. It's, it's uh, certainly an experience. I'll, um, I don't know, it's, it's just something that's been beyond my wildest dreams, actually. I've uh, just achieved more in in golf than, than I ever thought I would. So to be here, hopefully I'll be here for a, a bit longer. But it's um, been a bit of a struggle this year. But uh, the game feels like it's coming around a little bit, so hopefully it can put on a strong second half of this year. Hey, we had one of your countrymen on a few months ago, Robert Allenby, and one of the questions our listeners like to to know is what you guys do in the off season from like October to January, you know, when you shut it down and what you work on, if it's mental or physical. And surprisingly, Robert said he had no time. I mean, he's, he's burning jet fuel all over the world. So what about you? What did you do during, during that time, say the, the last tournament of the year and before the Sony open? Yeah, pretty much exactly the same as Robert. Like, um, I was lucky in some respects last year that I, I only got in the first FedEx cup event and pretty much got a month off after that just to, to, take it easy and chill out, which is the first time I've had um, an extended period of time to do that. But um, we went home, I came home, I went, went back to Australia in early November and spent, um, I think I played four out of five weeks there, which took me through to the middle of um, December and then two or three weeks off with the family, just done a bit of um, wakeboarding and, and that sort of stuff. And all of a sudden we're back in Hawaii early January, so not a great deal of time off. Um, but for me, golf still, 
itself still enjoyable and something that uh, after a week or two of not playing it, I, I miss it a fair bit. And even when on my weeks off, I still play a fair bit of social golf. So for me, I don't, I don't know if we really need an off-season. You, you certainly need a little bit of time. Um, I think maybe during a two-week break, you, you need time to go back and, and work on some basics and make sure that everything's um, still in reasonable shape, just checking alignment and that sort of thing and, and your swing plan. But... Besides that, um, I've never really thought I've needed a, a break away from the game, like a, especially an extended break. I, I enjoyed being able to continue playing, especially down home in front of family and friends. PGA veteran Nathan Green joining us. Nathan, uh, talk about the state of your game right now and uh, and where you're at. Um, it's, it's getting better, yeah. The start of the year, it's, um, I've pretty much built my whole game around being a really good chipper and putter, and especially the first few years on tour, I was... Um, Definitely not one of the better ball strikers out here, and I managed to keep getting it round and, and keep getting some good results. Whereas probably the last year and a half, even even two years, it's been um, just been tough going. I think uh, the year I won, it sort of came out of the blue. I'd sort of hadn't really driven the ball well or putted the ball well all that year, and then I had one week where everything went well. And um, since then, I feel like my longer game, especially when driving the ball, has improved a lot. Um, and just sloppy, a little bit sloppy with the shorter irons and and the putting and chipping. To the start of this year, I was I was yipping putts pretty badly, and uh, it's the first time I've ever sort of been through that. And um, the chipping was sort of starting to get affected as well. But the last probably two or three, uh, probably probably the last two months, I feel like I'm starting to hit um, hitting a lot more putts online. Anyway, I, I sort of went a little bit with cross-handed, which is not where I really wanted to be. But I think um, I think that actually helped my my setup, I think it sort of squared my shoulders up a little bit, and I was able to last week go back to um, normal hand, which feels a little bit more comfortable and actually putted reasonably well. So hopefully, um, I think I'm going to have a two-week break after this week. I'm, I'm not in the players, but um, the, uh, hopefully my putting and it can can really sharpen up this week on what is a great um, quail hollow golf course. Yeah, when you go left hand low, you said you square your shoulders up. Others say it kind of helps you see the line a little better. Did that work for you too? Definitely, yeah. I think I was able to stay down um, through the putt a lot better. I think, um, I think when your when your left hand is low, I think yeah, it's, it's a lot harder to come up out of the putt and, and look at your line um, too early. So I think that definitely helped a little bit, and um, it certainly helped get rid of the flinches to some extent. But yeah, I think um, yeah, I just think it relaxed me a little bit too. I, I, have, um, I think when you start seeing a few putts going online, at least. Um, at, at least it's a start. I think when you're sort of standing out there and you and you, and you can't hit a line, that's, that's when the game becomes pretty tough. But um, yeah, just for there's only sort of two or three weeks spell where I, I did just go the left hand low, and it's just just having a different feel and having something different for it. Um, it it's just a, a, for me, it just gave me. Um, I'm not too, too too sure exactly what it did, but um, my, my stroke when I went back to normal hand felt a lot better. I felt like I was staying in the putt a bit longer and just hitting the ball more out the middle of the putter. So, so I've been working on a few drills and that sort of thing as well to try and get a more consistent um, hit on the putt. But uh, yeah, hopefully it sort of keeps coming around. It's um, sort of been a pretty frustrating year so far. Nathan Green joining us, and Nathan, you're with us courtesy of your friends at TaylorMade Golf, and you got a you got a long relationship with them, a good, great relationship. I want you to share with the listeners about what you have in your bag right now, what works for you. Um, I've only just changed my irons over. I was using the um, 
I actually can't remember what I was using. I think I was using the R9 irons, and mm-hmm. then I've just gone to the uh, the MC, uh, the new MC irons, mm-hmm. which uh, I, know, I think probably the, the best-looking club for me that they've come up with for um, a few years. It's, uh, no, it seems like it's got a, a bit of a softer feel for me, and the um, I was sort of still fiddling around a little bit. I was trying a, a combo set with the with the muscle back um, blade sort of in, in my shorter irons, but... Um, at the moment, still just trying to figure out um, the best configuration for me. But um, the the big big difference for me this year has been the, just driving the ball a lot better um, with the new R11. It's, um, I've never been a I know I've, I've never been one to um, sort of fall in love with a driver straight away. It's sort of always taken a little bit of time to get used to it. But um, for me, the, the R11 was. Um, I don't know, it was, it was the first time I've sort of been getting a, lo- a little bit more pop-off and just just looking at it, it feels um, it sort of gave me a little bit more confidence as well. Well, you, you're, you're not alone. You're not the only one that's fallen in love with it. It's a great, one of the biggest selling driver in a long, long time. Talk about the splash they've made with that and, and what you like about it. From what people say, it doesn't take long to get used to the white. It really sets up real well. Yeah, it does. It's, um, it certainly is a different look to, to what we're used to um, coming off the super fast, but it's just a... It's a it's got a good classical shaped head with the and, and seriously the white the white head probably took I don't know twenty minutes to get used to it. That was pretty much it. And I think with the black shaft and the black face, it looks pretty sharp. It's um, yeah, just a, a really good solid feeling driver as well. It was um, and the burner as well. It was the burner for me. I thought I was losing a little bit right, but I think the, the fact that I could mess around a little bit with the um, with the changing the I, I set the club face up a little bit more open with the driver and I was able to I don't know just fiddle around and get the flight I liked and um, yeah if you can if you can really like a driver straight from the start that's a big thing and uh, and that's sort of what happened it was it's, um, yeah, still not quite into the three wood and the five wood yet but sort of been tinkering around with those a little bit and, and trying to get the new rescue in the bag as well so um, yeah I think the, the best thing for me being a tailor-made player is, is the options we have. We've got um, a few different options with the driver and, uh, and the three woods and, and the irons as well. It's, um, we're certainly pretty fortunate there. One last question. You know, you had your first tour win at the Canadian back in '09, and hopefully more on the way. Talk about what your plans are for the remainder of the year, where, where, where we can see you. Um, I'm just pretty much going to be playing as much as I can. It's... Um, uh, so last year I finished outside the top 125, which it still um, keeps your status, but I, I don't get the invitational events as yet. I was hoping to play my way into them, but as yet I haven't done that. So, um, yeah, miss the players in the Colonial, and then I'll play Byron. And then um, uh, after that, it's pretty much going to be play as much as I can, hopefully qualify for a few of the majors and and, and go from there. But um, at the moment it's just really about sorting out the short game and, and just trying to get in contention again. It's sort of, as I've been frustrating, it's, it's, it's a bit of a drag when you're just out there sort of making up numbers and finishing in anywhere from 30th to, to 70th. Like it's, it's not a bad paycheck, but um, at the end of the day, you want to be contesting events. And it's, um, as I said, this year and last year was pretty tough. So hopefully I can turn it around and, and uh, start seeing my name on the leaderboard again. Well, we thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be pulling for you the rest of the year. Thanks for taking time with us. and and taking time with the customers. No problem. Thanks very much. It's been great. Thanks, Nathan. And thanks to our good friends 
at TaylorMade Adidas Golf for uh, for setting that conversation up with Nathan Green. What what a great guy. A couple things we'd like for you to remember. One, check us out on Facebook and click that like button. We've always had some registered wins there and a lot of stuff going on, a lot of networking with other golfers on our Facebook page. That's Edwin Watts Golf on Facebook. The other thing is visit our Golf Better podcast page if you're not there already and click on the register to win button. We always have some great prizes. Right now it's a dart mallet putter, courtesy of our great friends at Odyssey and Callaway Golf. Just fill out the pertinent information that's requested of you, name, address, phone number, email address, things like that. Click the enter button, and your name will be submitted for a chance to win that prize. Once again, I want to say thanks to Nathan Green for joining us, our great friends at TaylorMade Adidas Golf for setting it up, and to you, our listeners. And make sure to join us next time when we have another exciting episode of Golf Better at edwinwattsgolf.com. So long, everyone.